Hey everybody, first of all, Merry Christmas. I'm recording this intro on Christmas Eve. The podcast was recorded on December 23rd. Um, of course, I took, actually, I think it was December 22nd. But anyway, I took the 23rd to sit down and just chill out with family and friends. We watched some movies, hung out with the kids, and it was a great day. So that's why it's a little bit late. But anyway, Merry Christmas, besides. Uh, today's podcast, we talk about cars, what our favorite kind of attainable dream cars would be. So if we got kind of successful, uh, what we could buy that is within our price range. So if we got really successful, anything under 200 grand, I think, was the was where we were all at. So we talked about that. We talked about, we had a great discussion on CrossFit versus bodybuilding versus powerlifting. So Malcolm and Jordan and I, we all lift weights. We all really enjoy lifting weights. I'm recovering from a surgery, so I've gained a bit of fat, lost a bit of muscle. We kind of talk about everything in between. We talk about um, YouTube, market cap companies, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. We're kind of all over the map today. It's a very, very interesting podcast, and it's longer than usual. So thanks for tuning in. If you're not listening on iTunes, head on over there and give us a five-star rating. Uh, it helps push us up to the ranks and more and more people can hear us, which is awesome because we put a lot of work into this. We hope you like it. Again, Merry, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Start the banter. <laughs> what do we not want to talk about? I want to talk about Malcolm Subaru that he sold. I'm so upset. <laughs> so choked. Thank you for bringing that up. So I had the world's best Subaru STI. It was pretty sick. It was amazing. Subaru did some amazing stuff between 2006 and 2007. And then they kind of dropped the, the ball, I think, personally. Majorly. Yeah. 2008. Hey, let's reintroduce a Subaru as a hatchback only. Terrible. Stupid idea. I drove it because I worked for Subaru Jaguar in Calgary. Right. So I was like, hey, I'm going to test all of the cars, like every single car. So I took out the Subaru WRX STI, a 2009. So it was the same, mm. the hatchback. Hatchback. It was so soft and like wallowy. Super soft. Terrible. Soft is never good. No. No. It was very sad for me. A very sad day. Back to my 2007 Subaru. Yep. That baby had 450 horsepower, 450 foot-pounds of torque. Oh, torque. Pounds, feet. Oh, torque. Yes, it was amazing. And I sold it last year for a, a real vehicle, also known as a Jeep Cherokee. Uh, it's a Grand Cherokee. Is it not? No, it's not even a Grand Cherokee. No, no, but it's how, a Cherokee. How stupid am I? It's a no, but it's a Cherokee, but it's like the top of the line. Cherokee. It's a Trailhawk. Yeah, it's a Trailhawk. Actually, yeah. Trailhawk's not even the top of the line. It's like second tier. But it's like the <laughs> FX4. It's like the FX4 Ford truck. It's the off road. It's edition. better than a regular Cherokee. It's the off road edition. It is. Yes. If no. you if you had gone with like a limited, it wouldn't be so rugged. That's very true. So the Subaru, though, back to the Subaru. That babe was a beaut. Kind of sounded like a ride-on lawnmower with a run-over cat, right? 
had like a four inch titanium exhaust on that thing. It weighed like 14 pounds or something total from end to end. You put a sound system in it, but you, all you could hear was the muffler. You could, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you're quiet. I'm going to turn you up just a bit. because he's whispering. I know. So weird. What are you, like the car whisperer? I closed it. <laughs> uh, I am the wood whisperer. The wood whisperer. Okay. Jordan, Anyways. Wait now, Jordan, you speak. <clears throat> speak out. Hello. This is me. You're number one. I'm turning you up. There you go. I have nothing interesting to say. Malcolm, you speak. I can't stop speaking. I know, I'm going to turn you up. Okay. And there me, we go. I'm turning me up too. Sounds there we good. go. Levels are better. I'll fix it in post. So if we turn everybody up, isn't that like the exact same as it was before? No. Except now they're turning their headphones down. Now that we have... Now all the people listening now, are turning now, their speakers n- down. Now it'll be more of an even audio experience. Okay. I'll make sure it's all level, but there's less processing. So, Malcolm, you were so in love with the Subaru. I was. We did go and shoot guns and drive it on a dirt road. Oh, yeah. That was so much fun. That was... So I would already agreed to, to make... So funny story, actually. I don't know if I told you, Jordan... I had made the decision to trade in my Subaru for the Trailhawk, and I'd actually taken it in, and the dealership inspected it and said, yep, we'll take it. Here's what we'll give you for it. That weekend, I drove it to a hunting cabin, and there was a dirt road that we thrashed that Subaru on. Like, I'm like... Like, we launched it. Where was I? Everything was launched. You were working as per normal. as per normal. Nine and three life, buddy. You should have filmed it. There are some no. films. There's a, there? there, there's a pic, there's a shot I did where I was riding passenger and Stefan was driving and he's like, whoa, like it, it knocked him back. Yeah, it was fun. The funniest part that I have to say is that after we trashed that Subaru, destroyed, I don't know. No, I don't know how we didn't like, we should have blown the engine at least, yes. at least twisted off a drive shaft or something. Yes. During that trip, we actually got that vehicle up to 250 kilometers an hour. I don't know yes, if you remember. On a dirt road? road? Yeah. No, no, no we no, took no, it on, on the highway. We might have taken it onto a controlled road. And then we, Malcolm might have gotten a call from the police like three weeks later <laughs> when he didn't own the car anymore. The, uh, the, the what vo- do you mean a call from the police? The voicemail sounded like this. Yeah, we're just looking for Malcolm Setter. We got a report that you were driving, uh, or your vehicle was in speeds excess of 150 kilometers an hour. We tried to catch you, but we couldn't find you. So we're just calling to let you know. There's not really anything we can do. If you have questions, please call us back. <laughs> I did not call them back. That is, it could have been the police plane. Because I don't oh, know how... Ha- it, it wouldn't have been anybody who was... <laughs> On the highway, they wouldn't be able to see the license well, plate. No, we passed too fast. How stupid yeah. would you have to be to call them back? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that I, was me. That yeah. was me. I, I was speeding. Sorry about I that. Can I pay my ticket in full? <laughs> can you actually add on $20? <laughs> I was actually going faster than you caught me at. Yeah, and I was texting. <laughs> what was it? Liar, liar. Do you know why I pulled you over? It's like, well, that depends on how long you've been following me, officer. <laughs> I have unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, and so the best part, though, is after we had, after the weekend... One of the guys who was with us driving it actually said, don't trade it in. I'll buy it from you for the same price. Oh, wow. And so he bought it. And then he did a YouTube video and you started crying. When no, you he bought it. it and flipped it and probably made money on it, too. Oh, actually. he definitely made he money. He definitely did. Because yeah. I was getting, I, I know that I was getting a poor value for the trade in. But the thing is, a 2007 Subaru, so it's over 10 years old, or 10 years old about, and it was heavily modded. And most people if they're going to buy a 10-year-old vehicle, do not want it heavily modded. They want to be able to do that work themselves. They want an OEM engine. 
Yeah. So some at some point, a guy got a hold of it and did a really good car video on, and put it on YouTube. It is, yes. And it's got close to like 80,000 views. And I had to watch it months after selling it and basically cry, cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I like that. It's funny. Literally, it's I watched the video. I, I went on to Kijiji and I searched uh, 1996 to 2000. Um, Supra? Supra. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, can I get a Supra? And I found one. I found a mint 97 Supra with like 60,000 original kilometers, original, no mods at all for like eight grand. And I was like, I, I got to buy this. So I emailed the owner and I was like, can I please buy this? And they're like, can yeah. I please buy this? I, and and they, this is what they said. I got an email back and I was like, yes, please uh, wire the money to this account. I'm currently in Croatia and we will ship <laughs> okay. the car to you if you don't uh, like yeah. it. I will do that right yeah. now. Yeah. Anyways, I was sorely disappointed when I found out it was a scam. I did that when I lived in Yellowknife. I was just a kid and I was trying to make money to sell like so I could move. So I sold a bunch of stuff. And then I didn't realize it was a scam. So I co- contacted this guy. He's like, yeah, I want to buy your PlayStation. I'm like, sweet, 400 bucks or whatever it was. And he's like, okay, send me the PlayStation and I'll wire you the money. And I was like, okay. I got know a guy who did the exact same thing. He sent his Xbox to Africa and then never did yeah, get there's, money. But there's no laws against that in Africa. So that's where the majority of these like financial scams kind of ha- come from. Because oh. once it's there, they're like, we don't care. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. they, have, they don't care. Like, why would they care? Yeah. If you're stupid enough to send, <laughs> send something. without money. Yeah. So apparently, if the guy can't come to your door with cash, you're not selling it online. Or at least get it in escrow. You want to be that fancy, Mr. Business Guy? Business. A guy selling a used PlayStation is not really going to go to a lawyer and set up and get money put in escrow. No, but you can do it through like eBay or something like that. It's very similar, right? Just create a quick eBay listing. You've already agreed on the purchase price. He does the buy it now, and boom, you're done. Yeah. Whatever you say. Anyways... My dream car now is a toss-up, and I know you guys are probably going to think it's stupid, but it's just, it's me, is a toss-up between an Audi R8 and a Nissan GTR. Those are just my two favorite cars. All right, cars. Can, we, can we take a look at that? You got a picture? Uh, yeah, I'll pull it up here. Talk among yourselves. Well, while we're pulling up these pictures, um, what, do, what about you, Jordan? Do you have any preferences or vehicles? Uh, what was the first one? Oh, Audi R8. Okay. I think I, know, I think I know what that looks like. There's a lot of Audis around, but the R8 is the, what the the big sports coupe. It's Iron Man. Uh, yeah, oh, there it okay. is, right there. Yeah, the thing I can never forget is that in the Iron Man was the second movie. At the end of the movie, he's pulling a trailer with his big hunk and heavy steel robot with one of these cars. Yeah, <laughs> like it's got the torque to do that. <laughs> I think this was the well. I think it has. Let's see here. How much horsepower? It's close to five. Five something, I think. Like 540. 540 it has 400 pound feet of torque. Now, is that the same 400 pounds that would be in a half ton? I would, have no. to, I would have to get the V10 Plus, though. Because my pickup got 10 horsepower. Yeah, 610 horsepower, 413 pounds. No, it's not. It's all to do with gearing, right? So it doesn't mm-hmm. have like the gearing yes. for. Okay, so even though it has 400 pounds, it's not the same. 
because my pickup truck's got 400 foot pounds of torque and my half ton. But he he could. I'm not going to be hauling around a trailer with a friggin' robot no, in it. No, also, we'll just, yeah, whatever. It's Tony Stark, so he probably built the car he from probably, the ground yeah. up. Yeah, okay. he probably built it. Yeah, and slapped the Audi symbol on it. He's exactly. like, hey guys, can I just build a car and give you money? He's, but I don't want to leave my house. He is by far the coolest Marvel superhero there yeah. is. Yeah, Tony Stark is the man. I think he is the man. He is actually, yeah. I think it's what makes me like Downey Jr. even more was the fact that he played Tony Stark. Oh, Sherlock Holmes is what made me fall in love with Downey. That Jr. was pretty good too. That yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, Did you hear the interview? His interview on Howard Stern. That was pretty good. Was it? It was funny. He talked a lot about how he threw his own um, fifty or fifty year birthday party and planned it all and made all, all this thing and he did it all by himself <laughs> threw himself to his own birthday party like was he the only one there no he had a big turnout oh okay it was pretty epic but it was that was funny usually people throw you a birthday party but he threw himself at one yeah <laughs> um I so, would have to go. so back to the r8 if you if you go to the picture because the picture is way more fun than all these words all right there you go the reason that i like the art the uh audi is because one, it's got decent horsepower, five to six hundred, depending on what kind of you know whether they get the V10 or the V10 plus. It's all-wheel drive, and all-wheel drive's cool. It is a German-engineered sports car, so it's luxury. You can drive it and be a business person, but you can also have fun with it. It's it's like the the mix. I so, like that mix, but the problem is, as in my stage of life with two kids, it's got to have four doors. Yeah, but we're we're just thinking Obviously, we're dream car. We're like attainable dream cars. This is like attainable dream cars. And I thought it was something we wanted to drive, kind of right now with our stage of life no, 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 in no. our hometown. No, no attainable would, dream car. I would have a Range uh, Rover Sport with seven seats. Never mind that. You can edit that out then. So um, with this vehicle, okay, I would have like an SUV that I would cart the kids around in. This is like my going uh, to work fun or, car. Okay, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So attainable meaning. But what? now let's do what this. Is let's let's bring up the GTR here How for a soon? second. Let's bring the GTR up. Like next year or like in the next 10 years or? Within the next 10 years, I'd say. Okay. I'm going to What What is the, the price tag on that? The price tag on the Audi R8? Yeah. I believe the V10 Plus is like 210 fully loaded. Attainable. That's what I think about when you say 210. It is really. I mean, when you think about it, you could probably lease it for like twenty four, twenty five hundred a month. I don't know. I'm just guessing. My mouth is breaking. Wow. Don't worry, I'll fix it. Keep talking. So, and here's why. But here's the thing. So the GTR, uh, similarly ho- similar horsepower to the uh, Audi R8, all wheel drive, super fast, cool car, very cool car, but half the price. You can get those things fully loaded for like 110, 120. Yeah. And we're so general here. 110, 120. Yeah, ish. Ish. Yeah, there's a lot of those, there's a lot of that price range cars in town already. Yeah. And most of these from blue collared worker guys working in the oil. Exactly. Space. So, I mean, you know, attainability, the, G, the GTR is definitely more attainable. However, the one thing that it lacks that, that makes me want to pay the extra 110,000 for the similarly, you know, uh, spec-wise vehicle is the fact that the Audi I can drive and feel like it is a bit of a luxury car, like it is a bit of a mm. business kind of car. Whereas you, the G, GTR, at the end of the day, you're still driving around in the Jap. Yeah. Jap crap. So would you drive it in the winter? Would you drive put winter tires on it and go in this weather right now? No. I'm going to be driving my Trailhawk. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what's the point of the all-wheel drive then? Faster lockup. 
off the line. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I don't, I'm not real big, I uh, actually don't know anything about mechanics, but the all-wheel drive, that doesn't affect your steering the same way as a 4x4 in a truck would, would it? No, it's no. totally different. All right. No, it has its... Uh... And this is... Now, when we're talking about attainable dream cars, I'm leaving electric vehicles out of this mix completely. Like the Tesla? Yeah, because... As much as that plays into it now, where the Teslas are starting to get really they're, cool. They're crazy good. Yeah. Like, I mean, speed-wise, luxury-wise, everything, they're amazing vehicles. Especially one with the dual motors. Elect- mm-hmm. Electronic cars are not where the future is, though. I doubt it. Why is that? Because, first of all... If you say hydrogen... I will say hydrogen. Oh. Well, first of all, okay, you got... What do you think Elon Musk has to say about that? Elon, I mean, he's a businessman. He's boring. Like he's actually boring holes now because he wants to become an underground miner. Yeah, he's boring holes. So yeah. he's he's gone on a whole other thing. Someone he, else is running Tesla. Boring right holes for what? Tunnels. He because he doesn't it. want to uh, drive on the highway anymore. <laughs> he literally said he wants to bore holes under cities and create 17 or something levels of different tunnels to reduce traffic congestion. And that is, what it. is he going to... Is it, This has to do with the Hyperloop? Or is this... Some, I got the what does it have to do with? TV, Another subway? So hit the table, it wobbles. It's got to be oh, some sorry. new, crazy new technology that it's going to be exploring. He doesn't just do boring things. He might be boring holes, but he's not boring. No, no, no. That We, we meant boring as in... I know. Boring holes. That's what I just said. Uh, no, he's not going to be boring. He's, 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 he is the innovator of our generation. Okay, so... Getting back to why don't you think it's batteries when they're putting all this research into battery well, technology they, they put all their same recharging? Research, they put all the same research into gas vehicles, and they're going by the wayside. They will, or, I mean, they'll be able to make a, a, um, a petrol engine that'll be so efficient. efficient that it'll barely burn any fuel at all. I think we should go back to coal. <laughs> just burn coal. <laughs> just coal for our um, cars. No, I'm just wood. I don't think because <laughs> people think that electric cars are economical and they're not. Because there's, you cannot, right now, unless we develop a process to get rid of the lithium ion and the batteries and stuff, that's way worse. Yeah, not to mention that most of the electricity really bad, yeah. is, is, comes from burning and hydrocarbons. Right now, it comes from burning hydrocarbons. Whereas if they can figure out, and we're not close to it yet, but if they can figure out something like hydrogen where it's infinitely renewable in the universe and there's no emissions, then that I think something like that could be the future versus electronic cars. So at this point, the whole point of electronic cars then, it just has to do with the emissions of the individual car. Yeah, but... Like the the fuel, but I mean, it's like anything. Um, it, it's it's being like the the Toyota Prius was the first kind of reiter, you know, you know, reiteration, not reiteration, reinvention of the car, where they were like, okay, well, it's it's mass market, it's a hybrid, it's way better on fuel, but it it wasn't. They said it did. The fact that you just said the Prius was the first reinvention of the car but for makes me sad no, but that the Prius is like the flagship that's what started it that's what started this electric car revolution yeah. that's what started the hybrid revolution and it was by Toyota and they s- said okay well it'll do like um, they said it was a high MPG it was above it was like 60 MPG or something like that at the time but in real world it did like 35 which what which is what a Ford Focus could do but in, you have a huge battery that you're carrying around. The car's heavier. It's slower. 
And it's it was like ten grand more than a regular plus car. You're, like, plus, you're driving a Prius. Yeah, which is the worst. It's like wearing Crocs in public. So <laughs> with socks. With socks. With socks <laughs> okay. Uh, getting back to the boring holes. What is he boring holes for? What kind of technologies is he working on for that? What's Nothing. His idea? He just randomly at a news conference said he wants to bore holes, and then there was like a bunch of news articles. Okay. Have you guys heard of the Hyperloop that he's working on? Yes. yes. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's what he needs to put underground. Yeah. I think we have to remember, though, that as innovative and as exciting as Elon Musk is, not anything he is currently working on is profitable. No, nothing. It's it's all. He's a billionaire. That's what's blowing my mind. Well, I don't know if he's a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Yeah, I think he's. According to his book, he's a billionaire. You know why? Because his company is worth money. Yeah. However, if you look at the, the the I read this article too recently that talked about the earnings of the company and his and Tesla is significantly overvalued, but because of the news hype, that's what keeps the stock price where it's, it's at. It's all of the PC crowd who are like, "Oh, electric vehicles, it's cool." Yeah. It's cool now. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's hypervalued. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Is have you read this book? It's it's fascinating. It was a great read. Well, that's like Facebook. What was it he sold it for? How many billion? Well, he didn't sell the entire company. No, no, he but sold like forty percent of it. Yeah, but it's worth how many billion right now? Yeah, Facebook is in the top ten. I want to say. Just uh, go back to your internet googling there. The Google machine and Google. No, 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 not Facebook. Uh, not the Google, book face. Uh, market cap top one hundred. I can tell you who's number one right now. Apple. Really? Oh yeah, they've been holding on to that for a while. What what product what's what's the factor in that? What do you think they're holding well, on to? Alphabet Inc, which is Google. Google is number 2, yeah. They're like they're clipping at Apple's heels. They are. Well, the interesting thing is Apple actually got close to they were almost at 800 billion, but they their share prices have fallen. Um, and number 2 is always ExxonMobil. So it's pretty impressive that yeah, um, Exxon's number 5 right now. Yeah. So Do you know you, what Rex Tillerson's salary is? No. The CEO of Exxon? No. Uh, $48 million. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the company would be worth more. Uh, but is Exxon connected with Syncrude? Yeah. Uh, Exxon owns IOL, and IOL owns 25% of Syncrude. All right. So there's Facebook at number seven. So it's the number seven uh, top market cap company in the world as of whenever this was done. I don't know, probably recently. And that's? $345 billion. No, this is U.S. millions. Yes. So three hundred and forty-five thousand four hundred sixty-five million. So it's three hundred forty-five billion. Okay, so so their definition of attainable is completely different. Now, when you think about big companies that are in the news a lot, and you think about Tesla, it sounds like it's probably worth a lot. I think Tesla's around like thirty billion right now. Like I don't even but know it's, if it's, it's in the top one hundred. Uh, I didn't see it. Yeah. So How just can be worth open it another one and, and do um, market cap Tesla. And uh, oh, quick look up. Hey, Malcolm, how yes. is it possible for a company to be worth so many billion if they're not profitable? Hype. Hype, yeah. So explain that. So they're losing money every year, but they still have assets that are in the billions? So where are we at here? See, I don't know if it'll tell you. Sales. That's sales. So they've done $4 billion sales. Market, Market cap. cap, $30 billion. $30 billion. Yeah. So what that means is that... When you compare them to other companies, like, for example, Apple, 
who is now apparently working on an electric car or an Apple car, they could literally buy all the outstanding shares of Tesla if they wanted to. And it wouldn't even bother them. Yeah, like I think Apple's cash holdings are in the 200 billion range. Like that's cash. Yeah. It's all stored overseas. They could literally buy Tesla with their spare change. 200 billion in In cash? cash? They have in cash. Because they can't. Do you know how much that would look like? Like a warehouse pallets full of cash. It would be like mm, it's an yeah, it's it's not it's even an airplane hanger. Yeah, I'll yeah. show you after what two hundred billion dollars looks like. You should bring up a picture for the YouTube. Two hundred billion dollars. I'll find one and I'll. I'll <clears> I've seen I've seen a in. computer animation of like a trillion or something like that. Mm. It showed the U.S. debt or something. like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, demon all uh, demonocracy. I think something website. Like that. It was fascinating, but yeah, that's yeah. a lot of cash. It's probably more than uh, Pablo ever had. So I'll, I'll explain a little <laughs> bit about share pricing. Okay. okay. So here's what's interesting. I'm just kidding. Most CEOs are bo- and, and the top executives in the company are yeah. bonused on the share price at the end of the year. Okay. So if the shares go up in value, because that's their whole purpose of corporation is to increase profits for the shareholders. So if the if the you know directors and the CEO and everyone can actually increase the share price, their bonuses are tied to that. So they make decisions in their company not thinking long-term about what's best for the company necessarily because that might reduce share price because we're maybe putting a lot into R&D, we're not making money, etc. So they always make the, typically decisions based on what's happening next year because it's if they can do flashy news, increase share price, they're bonused out bigger. And they're bonused in shares. So the higher the share price, the higher they can get the share price based More on news bonuses. or announcements. So or they get the like bonus that. and the addition. And they sell the shares and cash out. Yeah. So it is not in a necessarily in the CEO's best interest to make the best decision for the company long term, but in the best interest to make the decision that's going to increase the, sh- the value of the shares. Yeah. And what I was originally talking about was Facebook is literally a place for people to go and post pictures about nothing. It's a site about nothing. Nothing matters on Facebook. Nope. And it's worth $300 oh. billion. Dollars. You ready for me to blow my mind? What? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to blow your own yeah. mind? <laughs> Did I say blow my mind? Are you ready for me to blow my mind? Are you ready for me to blow my mind? Okay. I'm glad it was your mind. That you're <laughs> think of this. Think of this. I think we peaked like 100 times there. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We're okay. So watch this. Watch this. Okay. So... Stop playing with his Well, tool. he's like this. I just set up the stretch. Okay. Anyway, what's your blowing mind thing? Okay. <laughs> so when you go to a store and buy something, you're a customer of that store, correct? Yeah. Now, when you use Facebook, do you feel like a customer? Like you're going on Facebook. I'm a customer of Facebook, right? You don't feel like that. No, but you feel like Facebook is there for you, correct? It's there for you to post a your service. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's a service for you, but we yeah. don't pay for it. So it's like we're free customers. Yeah. But customers pay. So think about this. As a business owner, I use Facebook and I pay because I am a customer of Facebook. So what does that make you? A consumer. No. No? A product. Oh. You are Facebook's product that I pay for. I pay for a list. I pay for the ability to market to you. So f- everyone who is on Facebook as a free user is actually Facebook's product. And everyone who pays on Facebook, business owners, etc., 
are actually Facebook's customers. Wow. That's and crazy. The pictures of our children are the product. A hundred percent. That's crazy. But I mean, it makes sense. When you put it like that. There's no point for you to start up a company that needs as much maintenance and as much care as Facebook does and then not make any money off it. Wow. That's, who, who explained it to you that way? Where did you learn? Where did you, where did you find that? I saw a post on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I tell you guys a, 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 another story that's going to blow my mind? I'm excited. <laughs> That's the phrase of the day. Do you know that Google does not make any money from YouTube? What? YouTube is a constant cost. It costs so much to operate, so many servers, it's constantly expanding, so many employees, and they don't, I guess, get enough ad revenue because you can, you know what I mean? Okay. But they don't make any money from YouTube. But if they took it down, mm-hmm. it would be... It, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a, I don't I don't know if I believe that. I, that's that's what it is. It's true. But you know what I, I I will say to that is I think that since Facebook Live has come out, the there's a, been a shift, and even with Snapchat, there's been a shift in where mo, more videos are being watched, and it's it is shifting from YouTube to other media platforms. Apparently, Snapchat the Snapchat guy, the owner. Is in the, one of the top billionaires in the world now. Yeah, Facebook bought that from him. Did they buy Snapchat? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Facebook bought... I'm, I know they bought WhatsApp. Is that yeah. what you're thinking oh, of? They, so can we verify this YouTube thing losing that doesn't make money? Because that's a very big thing to say. I'd like to know for sure. Like, how is that possible when every... Facebook uh, attempted oh, to buy Oh, they turned it down. So... I don't, well, Snapchat is suing Instagram. Facebook owns Snapchat and other myths. Oh, okay, it's a myth. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. We're a long way off the car subject. We'll get back to it. What are cars? <laughs> Google. But it, if every video you click on that has hundreds of thousands or even there million views, you have all these ads, even from like banks. YouTube is losing money even though it has more than 1 billion viewers. YouTube is not making any money despite having a billion viewers. The online TV website is roughly breaking even nine years after Google bought it from $1.7 billion from two guys who started it up in their basement. That's like a year old, though. February 26, 2015, that's more than a year. That's almost two years old. Okay. I would be interested to see if there's a a more why even if it's costing them money or breaking even why even keep it then there's got to be a reason people they don't just leave it there well let's okay so if Google's running something like YouTube and it looks great and you're like it's just you know what though it could be a product offering where they have I mean they use it to draws people to Google yeah exactly other areas Android the same reason like with Sears keeps the catalog portion of their retail business even because it draws in customers even though a, a loss leader breaks even yeah, yeah. could be just a loss leader i mean yeah. it's a huge amount of money but all of the money being moved through youtube like through advertisers and everything like that i mean it's we can't understand it because we'll never see that much money but we might and, and who knows malcolm, will. malcolm will. and jordan <laughs> I won't because all I'm going to do is make stupid videos for the internet. <laughs> that loses money. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I want to get back to cars for a sec because I want to show you guys my... Yeah, so we talked about... Actually, before we finish, based on what I talk, told you, the GTR, the Audi R8, quickly, what would you say? 
Just your quick opinion. Uh, I think they're both boring. Okay, thank you. I'm really interested in this, uh, the power and the all-wheel drive and st- to drive it and see what kind of performance it has. Okay. It's going to be a great car, but I just think it's boring. Yeah. I just the, To me, if I can't drive it in the wintertime on everyday roads in the city, then I don't want it. Oh, you could, definitely. Like, I want a car that is going to be luxurious and, and powerful and comfortable, and I can drive in the winter and enjoy it all year long instead of parking it in the garage for four to six months, depending on where you live. I want in Canada. this. Okay, so what is this? FJ Jaguar Coupe. It's a Jag F-Type R Coupe. F-R type, F-Type That R little coupe. tiny car has, I think, uh, the tw- they have an R, R version. It has... It's like 570 horsepower. Let's let's visit the page. Let's see what it has. Let's visit the page. Very nice. (laughs) Na, 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 na. Here we go. 554. Oh, 550 in the V8 version. Okay. They have a supercharged. That's supercharged. Is that American pricing? Uh, yep. But it's probably, like, usually it transfers into whatever dollars. No, no, it doesn't. No, yeah, if, if you went to the UK, that's yeah. what that would cost in the UK in pounds. 63,000 pounds? Or, or 70. I'll tell you how much it's going to cost in Canada. $100,000. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's, that's true. Difference. The Canadian is, is different. Yeah. But from the US to the UK, even though it's almost half, well, not what right now. What is the exchange rate between Canada and the US right now? Oh, like 35% different. 35? Yes, it's like 65. Since Trump got in, it just skyrocketed? No, it's been like that for a year or two. It's been terrible. Why? Uh, I don't know. What's the major factor variable in there? Well, the U.S. is printing money. That's the major variable. So so that should devalue their currency. I know. Yeah, you're going the other way. Look at Easy. damn rims. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Okay, so that's is that your that's your car right there? Yeah, that's my attainable dream car. That's what I would have. I'm going to be honest that um, when so I was what's making the price the, tag in Canada here, let's say 100 grand. Yeah, so it's similar. It's well, yours was double like GTR. That. Do you GTR, know what? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to be Again, honest. A coupe with what we're real. Uh, no, it's all wheel drive. Is it all wheel? Yeah, right there. Yeah, you and you wouldn't drive it in drive. January in Fort McMurray, Alberta. No, but it's. It's we're not being practical here, Jordan. Sorry, that's what I get your pickup truck for. Yeah, so at true. the end of the day, I'm going to be honest and say that I um, I didn't even know this car existed. Really? So I might I might look at that now. That might be in my three. Actually, you know what? That might knock the GTR out. Well, it's just so pretty. Is it brand new? Because I've never seen one. Yeah, it's it's only came out like two years ago. But it's so well. That's not that brand new. Is so it? who has one that you know? Nobody. Like I'd, it's look at that. Like that's gorgeous. Like yeah. that swoop. Short rear end, big long bonnet, mm-hmm. and you can get them in rear wheel drive, which is I get it in rear wheel drive. No, you can't. I'm sorry, it, you can't. They are in all wheel drive, but you can get them in rear wheel drive as no, well. I don't think you can. It, it looks too much like a hatchback yes, for me to like it. No, I just read it. Go down. No, you can get them in rear wheel drive as no, well. No, they just said that in 2016 they lost the ability to do rear wheel drive. Maybe over here, but I'm, I know for sure. What do you mean lost? Here, what does it say? Uh, go up, go up. up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Uh, oh, there you go. There it is. Uh, something about rear-wheel drive. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought I saw something about it not being available anymore. No, you you can get an all-wheel drive and a rear-wheel drive version. Okay. Okay. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I would get. Oh, see, this sixty-five thousand is for the base three hundred and forty horsepower. Right. This R is a hundred grand. So it's probably like a hundred and fifty. Okay. Well, we can go on Jaguar's site and see. Okay. So while we're doing that, uh, Jordan, why don't you tell us 
what you would like. What's your attainable car? Um, 10-year attainable car. I really have my eyes on Mercedes lately. They've been mm. catching my eye a lot. I've seen some... For a long time, I didn't really care for the design, the exterior design. Um, but lately, they've been coming around. And I think I'm leaning towards the C-Class. Any of the ones that I, I kind of catch my eye and I go around and take a look at what model it is, it's some sort of version of C-Class. I really don't know much about Mercedes. I just know they're full. They're luxurious. They're beautiful. They're powerful. Especially if you can get them with the AMG engines. Oh, it's not the so R. I'm definitely looking for something with four doors and all-wheel drive. It's 575 all-wheel drive. Sorry. And something that is not too ridiculously priced where you're afraid to drive it in the wintertime. Because I want to mm-hmm. drive it. I want to enjoy it all year long because so much of my years in winter up here. Yeah. So, I mean, you're still looking at a hundred grand, you know, Canadian dollars at least. So it's still an expensive car mm-hmm. for for most people, and you can get them what oh, five or six hundred horsepower. So I mean, you can take it probably to the track or take it to the grocery store. <laughs> you showed me a few like this. Base, there you go. Base MSRP is but that's the this is the SVR, so it's the top of the line model already. Right. So you'll be looking at like one, one with a couple so your extra. Jaguar like one hundred and forty thousand. Look at that leather. I like the seats. Okay, okay. I'm sold. So bring up the Mercedes so C class. Mercedes C class. There's there's different. Like, do you know much about the classes within the C class, the CLA or the? C- yeah, you'd want the. I think we're looking at the CLA. I'm gonna be honest. You. Mercedes to me is one of the most confusing. It is. I don't I, understand. All yeah. why so many different classes? But BMW is getting that way too. Because they have the M2, the M3, the M4, five, the M. Yeah, but the, those the are M5. all part of their appropriate series. You have the one series, the two series, the three series. The M3 is part I of know, the series. I know, but why series. do you need 900 different series? That's the same thing with, with Mercedes, except they have letters instead of numbers. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is it's easier to, to, to look at BMW with, because yeah, it's yeah. like, well, the one series is the cheapest and the. Like seven series is the nicest. Like it's yeah. pretty straightforward. Well, I tried to make some sense of the classes of Mercedes. I just couldn't figure it out. Okay, yeah, they should have a university course that we could take to understand yeah. it. If C class sedan, you'd want the CLS. 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 Nice. It's a little bit too small. I'm looking for a, a mid to large size sedan with a lot of horsepower and a lot of luxury. A big car. Okay, so you'd want probably the E. But not if they look like you got to be 60 years old to drive it. That kind of looks like you need to be 60. You got to get the, uh, oh, AMG. Here we go. There we go. There you go. AMG model lineup. Yeah, he's got to have power. Yeah, so that's a C43, E43. Let's see some... This is a, I get like E forty three V six. Okay, V six makes sense. Yeah, that's a great engine shot. I still can't see what it looks like though. I know we need some more pictures here. See, and this is what I'm talking about. I don't know if I'd get a Mercedes simply because I'm confused just going to their website. Yeah, it's not user friendly. No, there's a box. Oh, that's a that's a SUV. Yeah. And if you, even you said a few of them that I've seen around town that I like, yeah. you said are discontinued now. CLS, maybe, with the coupe body style. Four-door coupe, that's nice. That looks good. A four-door coupe? Yeah. Isn't that, Isn't that definition of a coupe? No, a coupe, oxymoron. A coupe is oxymoron. the styling because it has the, um, 
the really arched rear end. Yeah. See, that looks decent. I've got an arched rear end. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're yeah. a coupe. For a 577 horsepower AMG V8. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Okay, okay. So what's the pricing on one of these babies? Uh, build your CLS. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Sorry if this is boring for everybody, but MSRP we like MSRP 93500 Starting. Starting. We should at least be able to throw $50,000 worth of upgrades into that At thing. least. We're going to do I wanna it. I want to max it out. I want to have everything they have okay. to offer. Except then, for if it's stupid, like you're paying 1000 bucks for a mat. There you go. Just going from the regular to the... What's the difference there? This thing looks really good. Yeah, it, it does. does. See, that's my type it of car. Big. Chris, you'll be able to throw pictures of these cars up on the podcast during the uh, I don't know, episode? because if they're on YouTube, somebody else owns the images. So I might not have the right to own, to put the images up. That's YouTube for you. No wonder they're losing money. I know. It's the copyright battle yeah, is I would compl- I would totally drive. So that. just by adding that engine, it's up to 130 grand. But the interior is gonna be legit. Yeah, see that's nice. That's that's a beautiful car. Like look that's at that. my type. It's power and luxury and luxury refinement. Like you you throw it probably comes with a decent sound system, but even if you put an aftermarket or really high-end aftermarket oh, sound system, it probably in that comes thing, with a like a. Oh, you wouldn't even need to. No, I wouldn't even need it. But I could be stuck in traffic <laughs> for an hour or two and just love it. A Bang and Olufsen performance sound system. Yeah, there you go, sixty-five hundred bucks. It's just a quick, cheap add. Uh, it wouldn't matter where you are, as long as you're sitting in that thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say like. Look at that. That's that's beautiful. It doesn't say the. Uh, the wattage, though. Okay, I'm shaking the TV. All right, so we got... This is going to be a longer podcast, but who cares? Most podcast Joe Rogan's podcasts are three hours. It's a long so podcast. So we're going to s- switch into bodybuilding versus CrossFit versus powerlifting. Booyah. Thoughts, go. Uh, I got to lean toward... I like bodybuilding. It's my favorite. Bodybuilding's your favorite? That is my Aesthetics favorite. Aesthetics over performance? Um... Yeah, for the most part, I yeah. still want to perform. But if I can perform but not look any like I perform, then I don't care. Yeah, okay. I gotta look the part before the performance matters. All right. What about you? Well, I don't have any performance issues, so I'm fine just looking good. <laughs> Are you referring to my recent penis cut? I wasn't, but I mean, now do we, we want are. to talk about it. <laughs> now we have to go there. We talked about it in the last sharing. podcast. We did. We did talk about it. No, I think um, honestly, um, I go to the gym. To accomplish a couple things: one, get out of my house; two, yep. um, release some endorphins. And Bye. I mean, if I look at if I get better shape in the process, I mean, for me, it's not really a, you know, I'll do whatever. I'll do CrossFit. I'll do bodybuilding. I'll do. If I'm going to do all that work, you want to look good. I want it to show. Yeah, you're, you're going in there. You're busting your ass like almost every day. Yeah. And you know you're training, and you're you're you got to eat decent, and you're tracking all these things. If you don't have visual results, to me, what's the point? I go to the gym to hang out with my friends. I'll be honest, and just trying your big arms. Yeah, trying your big arms. And I was at the gym the other day, and my arms were so swollen; it was ridiculous. The best is when your pump is so big you can't touch your shoulders. Yeah, that's how I felt. Your arms are like right here. That's how I felt. Josh actually asked me if I was using. Because your pump was so big. My pump was so big. So good. And I... I I'm sorry I, I missed that. I... Must have been working again. I... 
For for yeah, you're always working. Jordan works nine and three all the time, pretty Which much. I, like, how do you even go to the gym? I go after work. I oh, I do a fifteen hour day and come home and go to the gym. If I didn't sit in the hull truck all day, I would. But by the time I get home, I'm so mentally drained that I just need to go to bed. Mentally drained by being bored all day. Yeah, and just staring at a road and not trying around trying in circles to, in a sandpit. Yeah, trying not to kill people. So bodybuilding. So we were talking about bodybuilding makes you look good. You powerlifters, you got mad performance, but you're fat. All the time. So, like, it's not... But so, it's we didn't... Not. The CrossFit is, like, you can perform and look good. Well, that's the thing. Now, you got to have decent genetics, and you got to know... You, you still got to... Like, a lot of CrossFitters... The reason CrossFit gets such a bad name, I think, is because when it started off, especially back in, like, 2007 to, like, 2010, you had unqualified coaches teaching people how to deadlift, how to snatch, how to overhead press, how to clean and press... And do these technical lifts, like especially a deadlift. Like it's not just lifting something off the floor. If you don't do it properly, you're gonna hurt your back. Well, that's like yeah. Right? Like powerlifting for sure. Yeah, powerlifting for yeah. sure. And so but now you have people who've been doing it for years. You have powerlifters who went into CrossFit or kind of do both. Like Rich Froning, uh four time world's fittest man, I think he deadlifts like five fifty. Something like that. Holy, what does he weigh? 190 pounds-ish. Holy. Um, he, he can, uh, I think he, he he overhead squats like close to 300 pounds. He, uh, I, I don't know what his bench Overhead was. squats. So you hold you hold it over your, you, you jerk it up and then you hold it over your head and then while you're holding it over your head, you squat. That is crazy. Talk about the core strength. It's just everything, right? Even a standing shoulder press is difficult for me. Yeah. So I'm plagued with mobility issues in my hips, like really bad, to the point where I haven't been lifting heavy for about a year, just trying to fix it. So a lot of the movements, there's a lot of bodyweight squats. There's a lot of just moving around, just doing stuff. And like, um, you get your workout of the day and you do it, and then you get your stretches of the day. I can get like just it's called there's a site called Mobility Wad, and you do your mobility workouts for the day, and then you get better. So that's what I want to do because I'm bored. I body I've been bodybuilding for years. I've been I don't look like a now because I just lost like a million pounds. <laughs> but uh, I've been powerlifting for a few years, and I'm just bored. Yeah, I when I when I'm not making not going towards a goal, it gets boring, and I don't even want to go. I know. And the thing about CrossFit, too, is that the work uh, capacity, not the work capacity, but the volume is so high and the intensity is so high that I don't have to track food. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to track food as closely mm-hmm. because my workouts will be just kind of balls to the wall the entire time. Yep. So, Go ahead. So my, like, my next goal now is to drop my body fat percentage. So I've been working out all my life, really, since, since high school before I knew what I was doing until now I'm in my 30s. And old, getting old. So, and I used to be one like I think coming out of high school, one fifty five. Okay, coming out of high school, weight. Coming out of high school, weight. Yeah, one sixty, one fifty five, one forty five. Holy, and yeah. Now, now no steroids, just eating my face off through a couple bulk cycles and weight training. One eighty five. Do you want to say? <laughs> so. Uh, I recently purchased an awesome scale that does like that body fat percentage. I'm at 220, body fat 30%. Nice. I'm at about... Except 12 or 13. Here's what was really disappointing. I was actually at 220, 29% body fat. 
And then I really watched my eating. I hit the gym a couple times. I got back on the scale and I was down two pounds. So 217, two, two, yeah, I was down to 217, so three pounds. But my body fat percentage went up to 30% because I lost the weight that was obviously not fat. It was maybe water or whatever. Yeah. And so those scales too are probably off by like 5% either way. I hope so. I'd like to be 25%. That would be yeah. nice. I well before I got sick I was like two twenty ish at about fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. So who's got more muscle? Do the math. <laughs> Not now, but I did. Yeah. So so anyway, I bulked, but I never. I was always hovering around twelve to thirteen percent naturally, and but I never had abs. Never never did have abs. So my new goal that I've never ever tried before is to cut to ten percent, or at least until I have abs all the time. Yeah. So I actually have to watch what I eat instead of just stuffing my face to gain weight. Oh, that sounds terrible. So it's gonna. Poor I'm gonna Jordan. try carb cycling. I'm gonna get the the app. What's the app? The Under Armour app. You can subscribe to, and it tracks oh, yeah, all your percentages yeah, yeah. and your and your grams and everything you need. And I'm going a new meal plan, and I'm going to give myself probably three months to drop two to three percent body fat. But like that's no no scotch, no cookies, no Nothing. donairs or pizza. It's it's like it does a fifty car, fifty gram a carb day, a hundred, I believe, hundred fifty. Was hundred fifty and three hundred? 350. 350. So the okay. three fifty day, I do have a high carb day. I might be able to squeeze in a cookie or something like that because. It's still like as long as I keep it within the count. Yeah, yeah. But the fifty gram day, it's pretty much no carbs all day. And if I have like a Gatorade while I'm working out, that's my fifty grams of carbs. Yeah, a, a Gatorade with some protein powder, and that's it. So that that's going to be hard because like my body is high metabolism, like high octane. And if I when I'm hungry, I burn out quick. Yeah, I'm, that's why if I ever go low carb, it's going to be no carb. It's going to be keto, which is fifty grams or less. That's pretty freaking low. But you're eating, you're filling it in with fat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have to. Hu- you're not. You got to eat. You got to keep your hungry, calories up so you don't lose no muscle. Carbs. It's just no carbs. Yeah. So, so for everyone watching, uh, if you want to know about keto diets, please refer to our earlier podcast where we talked about eating whale blubber and innards. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was two podcasts ago. Yeah. yeah. But my biggest thing with bodybuilding is, I just I'm bored with it. Like, my biggest. Th- problem with crossfit is when i think of a person doing crossfit i think of some arrogant cocky jerk vegan vegan who's just in there showing off and i want to punch him in the face yeah i know which it, probably isn't it has a most. stigma and that's like everybody who does bodybuilding is a jerk meathead on like nine pounds of steroids a day yeah, yeah and when i think of crossfit i just get exhausted you just get tired. I just don't want to do know, that much cardio. I I just want to push myself and do something because I haven't been doing anything. I just don't. I figure if I do that much cross training and in, in like high endurance, I'm going to lose weight, and I don't want to lose. You won't muscle keep mass. your calories up, and you won't lose the muscle mass. You won't lose the muscle mass. And I hate cardio. I it's don't not know. just, it's just cardio. Like, you're doing push-ups. You're doing squats. You're doing deadlifts. You're doing bench press. Yeah, it's yeah. But the fact that you are do you going to grow? Are you going to gain? Can you gain muscle doing that? Have you seen the guys? Sure, Jordan, they're ripped Jordan. and they look good. Stop, 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 stop. You cannot gain muscle doing push-ups and squats and all that kind of stuff. I guarantee you, you won't gain muscle. You won't don't, gain, don't or worry. doing. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, push-ups actually make you fatter. Or, you're absolutely or correct. You no, I'll get lean. Maybe if I do all the all kinds of push-ups all day long, I'm not going to grow my chest two inches. The th- yeah, the thing is, is that I'll sit on your back and then you'll. Grow. Yeah, maybe. Any, no, no resistance. Any change in your training results in for different angles. Angles are huge. Different volume, different weight. 
just anything that shocks your muscles will cause Trying to do more response. than eight reps at a time. Will cause a response. If you can I'd manage, have to eat my face off then. If you can manage to get up to like 20 pull-ups, you're telling me that's not going to do anything for your back and your arms? Sure, you can get strong and like... You're going to gain muscle. I'm guessing I'm comparing the bodybuilder physique to a CrossFit physique. They're completely different. Yeah, here, and here's an interesting talk about that. We, t- we watched that video. Oh, yeah, Steve Cook. Yeah, so bodybuilders look really awesome for what, a week, two weeks? Yeah. CrossFit, so they look like 100% yeah. for that time, and then they're what, at 80% for the rest of the year? Maybe, 70. 70%? Yeah. CrossFit guys look 90% the whole year. All year. So yeah, you're not going to look 100%, but you're going to look 90% all the time. And you're going to be strong and functional. That's why I'm going to try it. And I, I want you to see, because I, I guarantee you I'll gain muscle on it. All right. So what, are you going to have two memberships at a gym, a CrossFit gym and a regular gym? No, I might just, I might, well, I mean. It's what, a, it, what gym is CrossFit in there's, town? There's a CrossFit box in town. Where? I'm not exactly sure. It's downtown somewhere. Hmm. Is but, it by the town hall? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. My sister went there. She said it's awesome. Sweet Science? No. Um, but... Uh, how much is the membership? I'm not sure. I don't know yet, but I know it's there. I'm Find out. I'll maybe I'll do a drop in and check it out because I've never done CrossFit. I think, I think your first time's free. My brother is a big CrossFit guy. He's, That's how they get you hooked. He's military, and he, they had comp- like CrossFit competitions, <laughs> and his like CEOs would prevent him from going on courses and other training so that he could stay in town and lead like and be train. a part of the team because he would carry the team on CrossFit, like running and like swimming and doing all the other crazy stuff that they do. And yeah, they, he's done a lot. He's really good at muscle ups and pull ups and all that hard stuff. Here's the thing that I think would be cool for like us. Okay, we've done bodybuilding, we've done powerlifting, we understand rep ranges and hypertrophy, which is muscle building. If you can add rep ranges like that into your CrossFit workout, so if you're gonna do Fran and you got to do pull ups and um, thrusters, which is a squat to an overhead press, if you're gonna do that. Instead of doing 20 reps, you can do eight reps with a heavy weight, but still do it, right? You can have a heavy day and a light day kind of thing. So with CrossFit, though, are you, are, are you actually going to hit all the, all the muscles Sorry. that you would in a bodybuilding? What's the matter with you? No, I'm just the way you're talking. Like, you can have a heavy day and a light day. Like, you can get a box, like, eight heavy, eight light, a couple medium. What? Never mind. <laughs> Girls will get that one. Oh, I get it. You're talking about punch. They're gross. I mean, they're not. I have daughters and I love them. Ew, girls are gross. <laughs> Cooties. Um, but w- with with training like that, with bodybuilding, you can you isolate and train and build each muscle separately, and you sculpt your body. If you're doing that, you're all doing like big full body movements. You're doing core. So if you have small biceps, what are you going to do to work on getting your biceps? Chin-ups. Chin-ups are like probably, I, I think chin-ups are in the top three bicep exercises for sure. Okay, so there's full body exercises that isolates to people. Well, just like. Jordan, so, if you want to get your biceps bigger, then just like curl then. Yeah. Like do, do, do the CrossFit stuff and curl. Yeah. Uh, like, like you, we're not saying you can only do CrossFit yeah. or you can only do bodybuilding so, or you can only do powerlifting. Out of, out of well, like, we're comparing them, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the whole point. Yeah. So for for me, what I I'm would comparing want, you right now. If I can to be what? if I can be one ninety, if I can be one ninety or two hundred, <laughs> um, with more muscle mass but leaner, 
that's what I'm going to try and do. Totally. My whole goal, my end goal, like if I could be the perfect physique in my mind, yeah. it's 200 pounds at 10% body fat. Yeah. You say that now, but if you achieved that... I'll probably be bored and have yep, to do something yeah. more. Which is why I'm going to do this, because one day I might have to go run in the snow with a log on my back. And this this is what you Bare mean, feet. And yeah, this is no what, underwear. Yeah. This <laughs> is why <laughs> I think that I like the CrossFit idea. Because rather than setting goals like 200 pounds, 10% body fat, I think setting goals like I want to, for example, do a Spartan race, 14K, 22 obstacles in this time frame when you set that goal, you complete it, then it's like, okay, I want to do this mountain in this amount of time. I'm going to climb this mountain. So it's not saying I want to be this size and this weight and look like this, but these are the achievements I want to hit. And how, what does my body need to be? What shape do I need to be in to hit those achievements? Yeah. And if you're pushing your body to work, your body will work in unison. So if you're doing lots of pull-ups and you don't have to do butterfly pull-ups, you can do strict pull-ups or switch out one day for chin-ups to mm-hmm. hit your biceps, I think you can look good and be super functional, which would be, which is my goal, which is what I want to try. But will it be as good as bodybuilding for sculpting? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. But I think you can get 90% of a bodybuilder's physique because you're still doing deadlifts, bench, pull-ups, squats, running, mm-hmm. jumping. How many guys actually do all of those things? How many guys Frolicking. will go have a deadlift, you know, week or month and go do a CrossFit day week or month and then go back to bodybuilding or do the guys usually pick something they like better and stick with it? Well, I mean, they can, but like like at the CrossFit games there's people who are better swimmers and better runners and better like you know sandbag carriers but then you get the guys who are just good at barbells because they like barbells so like the deadlift ladders and they're good at that so i would focus on a lot more of the barbell (laughs) movements yeah see and most of this stuff i've talked with extensively with my brother because he's been he's been in the military 10 years and by the way you guys look exactly the same do we? And you're not twins. It's kind of freaky. Exactly. We went to the gym and the girl looked at us like, are you guys twins or something? Yeah, you look exactly the same. We don't look exactly the same. But anyway. If someone called you twins and then I'm saying you look exactly the same. All right, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, like the thing with like with my brother is that he, he, like there's maybe, he said there might be somebody who can outbench me or one guy that might be able to run me or one guy can outswim me. But there's only one guy in each of those things. I am he, he can do. He's most rounded, so he can do mm-hmm. everything very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. But there might be only where one guy is better in each of those things. But yeah. he's like maybe second in each of those things, but he's second in everything. It's right? shaking. I so the camera. he's kind of got experience in CrossFit, in bodybuilding, in powerlifting, and he kind of the most cross trained. And he could kill all of us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but just, that probably has nothing to do with that training. It has everything to do with other military. Well, I mean, if, if well, the thing is, he does that. He he does it for a living. He'll go to the, he'll go to the pool in the morning for an hour, and then hit up the gym in the afternoon for an hour, and then go for a run for ten k at night. Just if yeah. if, if where if he's, he's training for three hours, and I come home after a fifteen hour day and spend forty five minutes in the gym, and I'm done. If if he but going back to he would kill us if he's in that shape even if we were technically better fighters we'd be gassed in like five minutes whereas he's used to using his entire body Endurance. all the time he just yeah he's like oh I just swim fifty laps today it's like shut up dude I can swim one length and I'm I, dead I can barely swim 
<laughs> I need a snorkel to keep I my so I can breathe yeah. while I can I swim, float. Right? Yeah. I, like I can not drown. My yeah. goal, my goal for the end of this year, and I know it's not a big goal, but I want to be able to at 200 pounds climb the rope at the Y all the way to the top. You've got eight nine days. Or t- sorry, I meant next like 2017. So how high is this rope? Oh, what difference does it make how high it is? Well, how well how high I, you gotta go? It's, it's a, way harder it's if pool, it's hundred it's a, feet. It's a pool, dude. Ceiling. If you can climb, if you can climb ten feet on a rope, you can climb twenty feet on a rope. It's, I can climb ten has, feet on a rope with my butt, but, with hands and no feet. But I mean, pulling myself out of the water until my feet can can grab a knot. Uh, so, are you going to use your feet to climb the rope as well? well? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. No, no. I'm sorry. 10 I mean, feet, my my feet. arms. So arms only. Arms only. Feet. I can dangling. do that now. I can pull myself on a rope now. Yeah, well, all not, the way up. To we're the, talking about Chris and I. How here. high? That makes a difference. The ceiling. I think the I ceiling know, like 30 is thirty feet. Thirty, forty feet. Okay, I don't know if I can go that high. Yeah. So at my two hundred pound body weight, I can go ten feet. I know I can do that. Yeah, thirty. I, I don't know. I can pull. I pulled myself like it was close to ten feet. Are you Maybe. talking about the one time when we embarrassed ourselves in front of that lifeguard? We, no, no, I was talking about another time. <laughs> oh, Tell okay. me about no, that. We just, okay, so we just finished a, we Arm destroyed day. our arms. Like, destroyed I couldn't them. have probably picked up a 20-pound dumbbell. And then we were like, okay, let's climb the rope. <laughs> and, and there was nobody in the pool except us and this lady lifeguard who was like probably, I don't know, 19. Yeah, and she was just, she was looking at us. Like, there's no yeah. one else to look at. Because the rope is literally the 10 feet directly in front of the lifeguard chair. Yeah. So we were just like, <laughs> just like falling into the Pathetic. ground. <laughs> it was terrible. But I got up, I got up like eight, nine feet with just my arms. And I want to be able to go to the top. But body weight makes a big difference too. Well, I want to be, I want to be 200 See, pounds. See, that's the problem. Body weight. Mm-hmm. See, I, I have an advantage over you because I'm lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I did that, I was 220 and you're what? I'm 182-ish right now. So, <coughs> it's almost 40 pounds. Yeah, that's a big difference. Tie a yeah. 40-pound weight to me and then try it. It's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. the same thing with pull-ups. Like, I I can do 10, and then the next set, I'm at 6. <laughs> but I can, yeah, I, do, I, can I can stay around when 6. When you do pull-ups, though, that drop is fast. Yeah. It drops fast. I can do, like, 5. If I do 5, I can do 5 or 6 or 8 sets. But if I'm doing 10... I'll do one, and then the next one I'm like six, eight or seven, and then the next one is six. So like talk about building the back. If you're doing a lat pulldown and you're doing 200 pounds, that's the same thing as your body weight. But if you can do that just pulling yourself up for like 10, even 20 reps. That's really hard. That's hard, and that's what I want to be able to do. I just want to be functional, and I don't want to be out of shape anymore. I don't want to be gasping when I do arms. I don't want to be Cardio. gasping when I'm running because I'm late for the bus. Cardio. Hey, was that you that was yelling at me the other day when I was at Josh's? Yeah, you got out of your car. I walked right by you. It was dark out towards the bus. <laughs> yeah, for like, a night shift. There's a scary man. And I was like, hey. And you're yeah. like, you looked at me like I was a weird stranger. I had no idea who you were. Whoa, guys, look. Carbon ceramic brakes for this car. $13,750. I would get those. After, <laughs> I would get those aftermarket. Oh. Yeah. You could probably buy the that aftermarket company. The I said I wouldn't buy grand. something and upgrade if it's stupid, ridiculously expensive like that. I mean, how much better is that than what would come on the car normally? I can stop six inches shorter. <laughs> yeah, but you car. could probably get ceramic brakes aftermarket for cheaper than that. Yeah, that's true. But what's the point of that? They don't heat up? They don't get hot and warp? No, no, they don't get hot and warp. So you can jam on the brakes at like 200 kilometers an hour. The only time. time I've ever seen carbon ceramic brakes melt was when Jeremy Clarkson was driving around Imola in a 
uh, Lamborghini Aventador, but on the straight, he was doing almost 200 miles an hour. <laughs> you know what? When I was doing uh, laps in Las <coughs> Vegas oh, at their raceway there in the event or the, the Aventador, the Super Ligera, yeah, um, I did eight laps around the their 13 point um track, and halfway through, we had to stop and fan cool the brakes mm. for probably like three four minutes. Oh, really? They didn't have did they have this carbon ceramic? I wonder. I have no idea. Yeah, they could have been the hardened steel. Um, all right. I think that's it. We're we're into an hour and four minutes. Wow, this has been a long podcast. It was fun though. It was actually. Jordan looks bored. I hope, I'm just half asleep. I haven't slept in two days. It, uh, you're, you realize your mouth is slowly moving less and less when you're Maybe. talking. Maybe <laughs> I'm just mumbling. <laughs> Nobody understands me. All right, that is it for the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And, yeah, do it again next time. Oh, yeah. Next podcast, we have a strength and conditioning coach coming on. This guy's for real. Yeah. Who is this? Sean Austin. He's in Fort McMurray. Fellow Newfie. Fellow Newfie. Fellow coworker um, of mine. Hit him up. Blue Collar Strength. Blue Collar Strength, right? At, At Blue Collar Strength. So Instagram, yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. And check him out. He's going to be on next podcast. We're going to pick his brain on strength and conditioning, and we're going to ask him really awkward questions. He's full information on diet and training. Are you going to look it up? I was just going to confirm. Yeah. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. So we're having a guest and I'm going to, actually, no, I'm not going to announce it yet because I haven't got him. Blue collar underscore strength. Blue collar. Blue collar underscore strength. Blue collar underscore strength. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Instagram that is. All right. We are out. Thank you so much and have a great week. Later. See ya.